Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another week of Hero or Zero here on the Heroes for Hire podcast. My name is Sean Meehan, and joining me, as always, is my very best pal, Mr. Connor Lawler. Do you remember when you used to introduce me with, like, a random job every I was week? trying to think of one mm. on the way, and I couldn't, so... <laughs> The risk is always you start a sentence and then I, the pressure comes on me then because then the panic sets in of I now have to come up with a gag about this dumb job you've given me. Yeah, like if I were to say 90s wrestling ring announcer Connor Lawler. And I would say I'm ready to rumble, of course. Of course, but he would do the voice. He would commit to the voice, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> you know that guy gets paid like 10 grand per oh, yeah. he says it. He, yeah. Like, he makes bank. If he's not on Cameo, I don't know what he's doing. No, he definitely is. Like, he's making billions. Like, he's at boxing, he's at wrestling. I can't... Look that up. That's just something to look up, actually, right now, Sean. Right How now, much okay. does he make every time... This is Hero Zero, by the way. This is the yeah, show where just... we choose one comic book character every single week. We talk to good points and the bad points. And we generally just give you a bit of a run-through of everything to do with that character. Normally, I choose DC characters. Sean normally chooses Marvel characters. Um, Sean... Sean's eyebrows have now just shot up. Sean, how off was I? So the highest earning... uh, Oh no, sorry, this is commentator. Fucking WWE commentator Michael Cole. 650 grand a year. Living at large, so he is. Big Mikey. Full-time ring announcers get $180,000 a year. But but I'm telling... No, but that's full... This man is famous. What's his name? I can't remember his name, Sean. It's live on Mike. Is it Jim Ross? No, just do Let's Get Ready to Rumble Announcer. Let's Get Ready to Rumble. That is a movie about wrestling as well, so that's... Michael Buffer? Yes, that's him. Okay, Michael Michael Buffer's salary, (laughs) here we go. By the way, uh, it's Sean's week in Hero Zero. He's chosen a Marvel character. He's about to tell us all about it, but this is more important. Sean, please... He makes up to a hundred grand per fight. I told you. Depending on the fight, he has made a million dollars for a he fight. He comes in, says, let's get ready to rumble and fucks off home with like a big truckload of comically large money bags. What are we doing? 
fucking podcasting, man. We got to get into this. It's a scam. You just, you just got to get good at one thing. Don't be afraid of the man who practices a thousand moves. That's be afraid true. of the man who practices one move a thousand we're, times. We're just good at talking about shit comic book characters. <laughs> <laughs> if you give this a like and follow whatever podcast platform you're listening to us on we're trying to catch up with Buffer uh, so it would really help <laughs> us out um, but Sean it is your week so I'm excited to know who you've done okay so I went back because last time I did Hercules and I wasn't terribly happy with the report it was a lot and I didn't really understand a lot of the Greek mythology stuff everyone at the on the Patreon listener hangout told you that you were wrong and bad if I remember no, correctly no they said I was really that they enjoyed uh, it you know yeah but then oh you left and there was like a weird silence they were like I oh, think fuck that guy's gone <laughs> oh no but what, like so what I did Connor is I adapted and I picked a different character so I'm covering the character that got fucked over the hardest in X-Men First Class, Darwin. Oh, is this... Now, look, we're not going to say anything, but is this the time they created a black guy who is literally unkillable and somehow he's the first person to die in all of the X-Men movies? Absolutely it is, Connor. <laughs> okay, good. That, that yeah. did not bode well for the studio. <laughs> it did not no. look great. Great movie outside of that, I would say. Mm. But it's 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 it, I, it's the one thing that I continuously hear people being like, if anyone should survive that, it's, it's him. It's, the the funny thing is, like they're like, he, this lad is literally a da- he cannot be killed. And I was like, look, yeah. he's rock solid, he's safe. And then they pull the rug, and I think it was meant to be like a ho ho, you got me, but it was like a oh, <laughs> tough crowd. Um, yeah, and when I go into this, you'll see just how bullshit that death was because the okay. things this man survives. Oh, also, just, um, I'm not going to let you know his powers if you don't know, but yeah, he shouldn't die in any situation is kind of the main, the vague idea of it. Yeah, yeah, like it, it'll, it'll come up in the report, but he was, his full name is uh, Armando Munoz. Uh, I'm probably butchering that, but I'm doing my best. He was born uh, different. So by age four, he was bald, his arms were longer than normal, and his eyes would like change color and shape. So, Reminds me a lot of myself so far, but yes. Whoa, okay, all right, good. <laughs> yeah, all right, but you doing okay? I styled it. Styled Full it. head of hair. Full head of hair. Bald. Uh, so his father abandoned the family at this time. His mother blames the child for his fatherly. Good paternal like, instincts. Good taking. It cannot be your it. fault. It's always somebody else's. Absolutely. He mm-hmm. just went out for smokes. Um <laughs> So even his own mother despised him when he was growing up. However, he didn't hate her for that. He Darwin is such a nice dude that he's just like his mother hates him. But he's just like, oh, but she's still my mom. I love her, you know. No, that that sounds like Stockholm Syndrome. So it's a bit of abuse. It's a good bit of abuse. He did everything he could to make her love him. Um, In school one time, they were asked to take an IQ test. And unknown to anyone at this time, this is the first time that his mutant power activates. So his desire to impress his mother uh, activated his mutant power and increased his intelligence, allowing him to test off the charts. This is where it's important to note Darwin's mutant power is that he adapts to survive in whatever situation he is put in. So he was so worried about making his mother love him that his it triggered a, triggered a survival response in his brain to make him smarter. 
I mean, the question now that we all have to ask ourselves is if she now does love him, is that a good thing or is that a bad thing? That's the thing. Yeah, well, love... Love should not be conditional. I think we can all agree that. No, I think we all agree it should be. Like, if you bring me treats, I'm obviously going to be happier than if you treat me like shit. Look, I mean, a little Thursday night treat, that's a a nice plus on top of everything. (laughs) And maybe a Friday and a Saturday little treat as well. We all deserve treats every day. We need to talk about the little treats now. They're coming fast and loose recently. (laughs) They turned into big treats. (laughs) So, after his amazing IQ scores, he was enrolled in a renowned boarding school, the Biltmore Academy for Advanced Education. Um, However... A large part of the fact that he went to this boarding school is that his mother still hated him and wanted to send him away. I'm going to come in strong and say she's not great. No. Terrible, terrible person. Never redeemed either. Fantastic. I love a never redeemed. Just a horrendous human being. Um, At school, he was a brilliant student. All the teachers loved him. But he was constantly bullied by other students because of how he looked and his general. Like he was quite reserved and shy and stuff like that. Um, One day, classic move, bullies put his head in the toilet, you know, a swirly, as they call it. And American toilets are weirdly full up for whatever reason. Um, (laughs) (laughs) If if I ever see a full up toilet, you go to a different toilet. Absolutely. Like, it it, it makes no sense. Toilet is broken. (laughs) So he discovered, however, that he could breathe underwater. So this is the first time he's consciously recognising the fact that he's adapting. But see, he's really interested because he actually, he can't breathe underwater. Like, in general. Like, if he goes for a yeah. swim in the pool, he can't, he can't breathe underwater. But if he's in danger in the pool, he can breathe underwater. Yeah, like, if he needs to breathe underwater to live in that situation... That's what's going to happen to him. But, but it's not something you could just do, like, yeah. for, as a trick... No, yeah, he can't just turn it on. He can't just flick it. It's like there has to be a need for it. Um, So he began fighting back against the bullies after they pulled his head out of the toilet. And he felt his arms become tough, almost like cement, whenever he punched them. So, again, he's not saying, I wish I would be stronger. His punches just hit harder now. But then, well, I suppose fighting is different because, like, if but if they get him from behind, he's not indestructible. He just if he doesn't see it coming, and they take him out before he can react, they win. But his body will just react. Yeah, like he, like, for, like if he, if you slit his throat, in that moment, it'll adapt that he will heal faster. Right. So you know technically that? he shouldn't ever die no matter what. Shouldn't really. ever die no matter what. It gets wild, the stuff they do with this dude. Um, so the bullies ran away after he beat them up and Armando never brought up the incident. He never told anyone about it because he didn't want to draw more attention to himself. Mm. Um, his mother then became a heavy smoker. One night she fell asleep at one of the cigarettes lit, accidentally setting the house on fire. Uh, Armando just happened to be home at the time and unaffected by the flames, he carried his mother outside to the astonishment of the firefighters and Why the paramedics. Why not throw her completely into the fucking flame? Leave her what die, a bitch. man. She is not worth it. <laughs> just let her burn to death. So while at the hospital, they were like, why did you survive this fire? They started doing tests on him. Scientists were brought in. 
Um, he was told then for the first time that he was a mutant and he was nicknamed Darwin the Evolving Boy after Charles Darwin. Because, yeah, well, like he would adapt to any situation the scientists could think of. It's also then that they learn it's not triggered by a panic response. So they put him in a pitch black room. He gains night vision. Like, it, it, it's just whatever he needs at that time to function. To, like, optimise his life at that moment. Yeah, yeah. What a, like, it's, it's adapt to survive in that he can do wild things, but he can also just adapt to be better in the situation. You know what? It's sense. actually, it's such a fucking good character because, like, we all understand evolution. Well, I hope that we all understand yeah. <laughs> the concept of evolution. But, like, if you put humans in a dark room for millennia, like, millenniums and millennia, like, we would adapt to see in the darkness. That's... Like, exactly, yeah. People like, would it, adapt to that. He just, like, fast-tracks that. He streamlines it and does it just on himself. He skips a billion years every single time he he just gets a new power. Exactly, but it's important to know he doesn't retain them. Like, he doesn't just yes, have he gills he forgets now. it. It's not even that he forgets it, it's just that he doesn't have it all the time. Because if you had night vision all the time, you'd be blind at 12 o'clock in the day, you know? It also, I suppose, in a situation, he's a... Is he a bad, like, call-out hero, then? Because, like, the city's getting destroyed by, I don't know, Godzilla. Yeah, like, he's situational, I would say. There are situations where he's the perfect man for the job. Mm. But, like, there's other situations where it's easier to send the ones who you guarantee you know what's going to happen with their Like, powers. Superman can fly, he's got super strength, he's got to fly straight into Godzilla and punch the head off him. Yeah. But Darwin, if you put him down there... Also, interestingly, does he only have powers to help him survive, to optimise him in that scenario, rather than everyone else? There have been instances where he can affect people around him. Generally, okay. it's just him. Okay, cool. Um, so, um, so even after this, you'll, you'll love this, his mother continued to reject him, denying that she could ever give birth to such a quote-unquote thing. I would adapt to kicking her in the fucking face. <laughs> Quick. Dejected, heartbroken, he attempted to commit suicide by Aww. jumping off of the roof. What a fucking bitch, <laughs> right? However, instead, he became so light and soft that he almost bounced when he landed on the ground. I was, I knew this was coming, yeah. but this is Groundhog Day. The man cannot kill himself, no matter how yeah. old he gets. Which is kind of twisted when you think about it long term. Yeah. Because he can, like... His evolution is that he adapts to survive to the point that he doesn't really age either. Yeah, like, so everyone he knows is going to die and he can never die. Yeah. Ever. You know, even if he tries to kill himself, he never dies. Exactly. Um, he ended up going to the school psychiatrist. He's about 15, 16 at this time. Um, and he was told that someone who works with other kids like him had read about him in that study they did in the hospital and was interested in meeting him. This person turned out to be Moira McTaggart, who was a close friend of Charles Xavier, who got him into Xavier's school for gifted youngsters. Um, Good. Then he like he joins the X-Men, he joins the team, goes like there's a whole bunch of stuff that happens um, that I'm gonna kinda gloss over. Um one important thing to note is that he Ends up, it ends up, uh, he's in a battle with a bunch of other heroes. And the best way for him to survive is that the if the other hero named Vulcan can use his power, 
So he just merges with Vulcan and lets Vulcan do everything. Like, that's the extent that it gets to. So it's kind of like, is his body able to, like, see a billion different futures and we have the best chance of survival doing this? Exactly, yeah. It's a mixture. Yeah, it's like that and then the domino thing where it's situational, like... Domino, if if okay, if a building is about to fall on Domino, she has to consciously move, and then she gets really lucky and happens to avoid everything. Darwin just has the end of that, where it just happens to him, and it always works. Right, and and so it's kind of like a mixture of Domino and Doctor Strange in Avengers: Infinity War, seeing all six million futures, and like if there's a future where it we will survive, if I. I don't know, like, give up every one of my powers for six years. Yeah, it, yeah, exactly. Like, that's that the way happen. to do it. To the point, this is, I brought this up as, as an example, because it's one of my favourite Darwin moments in comics, is that there was an event called World War Hulk, where the Hulk came back after his wife and child were killed on Sakaar and just starts rampaging through Earth. Like, going to destroy it, going to kill everyone who sent him away. Darwin was one of the X-Men who heeded the call for help, when Hulk came to the Xavier Institute. While fighting Hulk, he first evolved evolved the ability to absorb gamma radiation. He was hoping to absorb enough radiation from the Hulk to turn him back into Bruce Banner. However, he found that the Hulk's gamma supply was more than he could drain, and his body then determined that the best way to survive fighting the Hulk was not to fight the Hulk. And so he gained teleportation powers and was just teleported away. Right. Which, I mean, makes sense because you're never going to win. Exactly. But it's like, that's not what he wants to happen at that time. But it's the way he survives. Cool. Like, that's, you know what, as a character, that's such a cool thing that you could do so much with that he's like, we could stay and save everyone. But his body's like, no, we have the best chance of survival is by leaving. Yeah. And like, no matter how much of a hero you want to be, we're getting out of here. Exactly. Um, and the next and final story that I have, it's kind of a recent one. So it's, I had to do a bit of reading up on it, but it's actually wild. So at the moment, and I think it's kind of coming to an end, the storyline, but there's a whole mutant country called Krakoa, which is like this island that the mutants have set up. They're also um, rumouring that the big head out in the Eternals is going to be Krakoa in the, in the Marvel Universe. Yeah, which would be cool. Like, that would that would kind of fit, I suppose. Mm. Uh, Although, like a, a, Sean, I've given up on all movies today with the, the news um, about oh, uh, Dune. Dune, uh, Dune, Dune 2. Um, Forever in our hearts. Should, should we all... We're wearing black today. <laughs> I haven't heard the news. It's been delayed because David Zaslav is... Is a cunt. <laughs> he's right up there with Darwin's mother. Yeah, it's him. Those are... They're at the top of the table of dickheads. And, and uh, Ben Grimm's wife in Fantastic Four 2005. <laughs> That's the tree. Yeah, it's a real roster there of people you don't want to spend any time around. Yeah. Um, so Darwin was one of the countless mutants to settle in the nation of Krakoa. There was a, a there was a in a shipwreck. Uh, there was a thing found called the vault. A vault was it was essentially a room where anyone trapped inside could remain there for thousands of years. Time worked differently in there. 
um, it passed about 30 times faster than it does in our world. And it's this big, sprawling, like, maze, like a city, basically, in this vault. Um, the X-Men were sent there to capture one of the vault dwellers who, after all of this time, they had got, like, techno implants in their body. They were, like, a different form of human. Like, different than humans, different than mutants. They were this separate third thing. And there were three mutants who were going to be sent into the vault to basically explore it and gather information. The first was uh, X-23 Wolverine, um, because of the healing factor. The, the time passing wouldn't make any difference. The second is Sync, who is a mutant who can copy other mutants' powers. So was going to copy the healing factor from Wolverine. And the third was Darwin, who, because he adapts to survive... He won't age in there, and also anything that comes up, he'll be kind of prepared for. Right, So okay. those are the three that they send in. As soon as they enter the vault, they lose touch with the X-Men. During the first day, Wolverine and Sink kill most of the enemies, um, while Darwin is trapped. Um, the, one of the vault dwellers then basically are defeated. One of them explodes herself to try and kill everyone involved. However, Darwin and the teammates recovered. Darwin basically gains a healing factor after the explosion. Okay, okay. This team spends 100 years inside the vault. So they perceive it as 100 years. The X-Men perceive it as a few weeks outside. Uh, They're gathering intelligence on the children of the vault. That's what they're called. Uh, Darwin's adaptation powers slow and prevent him from aging. And they learned that City, who is the leader of the Children of the Vault, could resurrect any children that were killed through cloning in order to continuously evolve them. So the more they kill these Vault children, the stronger they come back. Oh, fantastic. That's good. Yeah, great news. Great news for everyone involved. And City then becomes really interested in Darwin's power. So she captures him because she wants to learn, oh, if I can just evolve them, if I can have them evolve at will, we don't need to kill them over and over and over again. Um, Wolverine was also captured at this time. Um, Sink, who is the, the third member, manages to make telepathic contact with Professor X um, to tell them everything they learned about the vault while they were down here for 100 years. Um, and Sink is then killed. Now, Sink and Wolverine are brought back through, on Krakoa, there is five mutants that are, when their powers all combine, they can bring people back from the dead. Specifically mutants, because they download their consciousness from Cerebro. So That seems like a story-breaking opportunity, but also oh, very Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> it's so... <laughs> it is so broken... Um, I think they're getting rid of it coming up soon. I mean, you'd have to get rid of the fact that they could just bring anyone back. Absolutely. And so uh, Sink and Wolverine are reborn outside of the vault. Darwin is still in there. Um, There is later a rescue attempt um, by Sink and also Vulcan, who is Darwin's friend who he fused with previously. Um, It was revealed that the original Darwin and Wolverine both survived. So now there's two Wolverines in Marvel, one of them being the reborn one, one of them the one that was already in the vault. It doesn't matter. However, now, are they both, wait, are they both X-23 or are they both Hugh No, Jack? they actually, they separated it out. So one of them is going by Talon, who is, that's the quote unquote 
original, the one who wasn't reborn. Fantastic. And the other one is X-23. Oh, I mean, that clears it all up. I'm, it, I'm rock solid now. It's great. It's so easy. <laughs> However... That's, why you do, that's how you write comics. <laughs> so Darwin was trapped, right? And over another hundred years, he experienced, he was tortured... Uh, like taken apart, put back together again, all to figure out how his power worked. They hooked him up to computers to try and download his consciousness to see if that was what helped him. And this was when his power activated to help him escape. Because the easiest way for him to survive that situation without being tortured anymore was he turned into data and lived in the computers instead. What? Yeah. It's very Assassin's Creedy, if you can picture it that way. He became zeros and ones. He's living code now. He is sentient computer program. Oh, okay. But can he go back to human? So if I think there's, I think it's still being written. Uh, but presumably, if there was like a life model decoy or some kind of synthetic body, like the Vision, that he could inhabit, he could go into that. And if it is. tied to his consciousness as these vault children suspected then presumably his powers would still work as well I mean I think that's like a cool idea but the it's one of those where like let's wait and see because they're like he could turn into data and then how do we get him back from the data yeah like that's it's one of the most up to date reports I've done because that's just where he is at the minute he's just living in the computer He's um, inside the computer, like in Zoolander. <laughs> exactly like Zoolander. Um, and I think he's back in like the real world systems, but he's chosen to stay as data for a while because he can still get into the vault through the computers and try and get more information from them that way. Okay. Like Again, he adapts to survive. And also he'll never be killed. Like, no, he'll never. So he's be- always just going to be there. He's just a... a He's just a consciousness, either in data or in real life. Yeah, like he's become energy. He's become just pure energy in the past. Like, because you can't destroy energy. Oh my God, that is mad. What a cool character. He's really, really cool. Um, He got way more powerful after M-Day, which was when Scarlet Witch got rid of all the mutants. um, Because the massive burst of mutant energy from all of the mutants being destroyed, he was in space at the time and basically caught all of that. So he got way more powerful. After. Right, so he's even more unkillable. Exactly, yeah. Um, and so powers and abilities, superior adaptation, so he can adapt to any situation, um, such as being submerged in water, he'll get gills, he'll get night vision after being in the dark. He can survive without oxygen in space. He becomes fireproof. He becomes pure energy. All of mm-hmm. this kind of stuff. Um, this makes him immortal or near immortal. Um, and then... He once, he fought Hela once, um, Thor's sister, goddess of death, all that kind of thing. And the best way for him to defeat Hela was to have Hela's powers. Some of those stuck around and it means that he can now affect, he can sometimes affect people around him if that would help him survive. So if right. so it's, human but it's always to- just about him. It's always about him getting him out of there. So if Human Torch could burn a little hotter and he's next to Darwin and that would save him. It'll happen. Do you know that kind of cool. way? Cool. Right. But also, now I have a question. Go ahead. Would it, if it would help him, sacrifice Johnny Storm 
to get him more time to get out of a situation. You know, I don't think it's ever come up in that way. I think so far he's been able to adapt himself. Yeah. And I think then the, the affecting other people is like a last resort. Like, I think that'd be such a cool idea if, like, you're in a situation, the only way you survive is by sacrificing somebody else on yeah. the team. And you know that y- you are sacrificing them. Or, yeah, or, like, you know it happened because of you. Like, they fell over. Like, the monster's chasing all of you. And you're like, well, if Jim trips right now, we get away. Yeah. But Jim's dead. Like I guess how do you like how do you reconcile with that? As like was it an accident or did it just happen? Because he doesn't control it. Like <laughs> that'd be such a cool idea. That would be hilarious, actually. Not hilarious, but it would be fun. No, like it would be traumatizing, and he'd never sleep for weeks. But it'd be hilarious. Yeah, when you think about it. Power grid, of course, he's all sevens uh, because it's oh, whatever we've never he had needs. An all sevens. We've never had. I think we. I think Squirrel Girl is also all sevens because she is just written to always win. Right, uh, so he's but, 7 out of 7 in every single category. Exactly, yeah. Because, like, it's whatever he needs. Whatever he needs to happen. Fucking hell. My so, God. Pretty good report on Darwin, I think. That was pretty good. That was really <laughs> good. Um, if you liked what you heard, we've done hundreds of these Hero Zeros, covering lots of different characters. Don't listen to Hercules. This one's Please much don't. better. Um, we also... <laughs> Thanks, <if, but. laughs> If you want to head on over to the Patreon, we've got hundreds of hours of uh, content over there. It's all movie reviews, TV show reviews, and just kind of just random stuff. Um, our This month's movie that we will be reviewing is Tour 2, The Dark World. The Dark World, lads. Um, the movie that everyone agrees is the best movie. So it's we will be... Not we, the worst we, Thor movie. <laughs> We will be... Actually, it's the second worst one, to be yeah, fair. But, so... Um, so yeah, we will be reviewing that for this month. And so if you want to get access to that, we also did... Uh, what was last month? Last month was Fantastic Four. Yeah, fa- yeah, Fantastic Four 2005. And then the one before that was Pirates of the Caribbean, then Knives Out. We've got like a whole array of lot, lots of movie reviews over there. Um, and if you give us a like and follow, whatever podcast platform that you're listening to us on or any of the social medias, they're all linked down below. Um, and most importantly, you can just tell one human being that we exist. Just the one, please. So I have a colour on it. I've been Sean Neal. And we shall see you all next week, guys. Bye. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.